Hello, and I am so excited about this freaking episode. Honestly, so much is happening this week. I want to give you a little, a little background before I dive into this episode and essentially what's happening, right? Um, we started the revolution, we finished week one, and it was crazy. All of the clients who have been inside of this program, the community has been on fire. The amazing results and aha moments that people have gotten week one was absolutely crazy. So in the very first week in the revolution, we were just talking about how we changed the relationship with ourselves, right? And that comes from being really connected to our bodies, which is perfectly in line with this episode, right? Because I have the most amazing guest on who has given me so many fucking insights on how to be even more connected to my body, right? Because I've been saying lately, like, a lot of the reason why I overcame all of my symptoms with ADHD was because I was deeply connected with my body. I was connected with the things that I didn't like to experience and the feelings that I didn't want to feel anymore. And that was the vessel and the way and the vehicle that I was able to overcome my symptoms, right? So it was so amazing because the special guest that I have on here, Emma Lokai, who I'm so fucking excited to introduce you to, is my amazing, beautiful friend and mentor. She is a business coach. She brings the dark feminine into business so that people can finally take up space online and be unapologetic as fuck, right? And I'm in her group coaching program right now, and it's insane. It's called Unapologetic. Literally transformed my entire life, my entire business. And really made me realize how important it is that we are even more connected to our bodies, right? Because for me, a long time, I didn't realize that I neglected being a woman so much, which is so crazy to think because being a woman is so powerful, right? There's so many things about it. And I think that in society, we're taught and conditioned that being a woman is not powerful. And so we try and run our businesses like men because that's how we're taught. That's how we're conditioned. And don't get me wrong, we need some of this masculine energy and I'm not going to dive too into it because in this episode, we talk a lot about the masculine and feminine energies, what the dark feminine energy is. And honestly, it's just so fun. Oh, you guys are going to love, 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 love this episode so much. And if you are a male and you listen to my stuff all the time, honestly, we talk a lot about um, the masculine and feminine energy. So there is definitely something in here for you as well. But before we start this episode, I really just wanted to let you know that the revolution has been insane. Okay, it's honestly been so game-changing. And I want to let you know, this is probably the last time that I'm going to run it live. So if you do want in, right, we're only in week one, we're starting week two this week, there's still opportunity for you to join. And I'm going to put the um, links with all of the details in the show notes below, because honestly, it's going to change the game for you. And we have three weeks left still. We have everything that's up in the portal. I just dropped module two this week. And honestly, it's just freaking insane. It's so fire. It's so, so, so good. So I don't want to make you wait anymore because this episode is honestly, it's so amazing. And I'm so excited to share this with you. And make sure that you also go down to the show notes and you follow Emma on Instagram because her content is honestly so fucking fire. And yeah. Okay. I know you're going to enjoy this episode. Welcome to the ADHD Refresh Podcast. My name is Anne-Marie Espina, and I am the leading mentor for business owners with ADHD. I have a lifetime of experience navigating ADHD, and I've overcome all of my symptoms naturally without the help of doctors. I am absolutely obsessed with helping you discover the power of natural solutions to navigate your ADHD symptoms so that you can stop procrastinating and you can finally get shit done. 
So within this podcast, you will find the skills, tools, and strategies that have drastically transformed the lives and businesses of countless clients that I have worked with. My goal is to give you step-by-step guidance to show you how you can become a powerful CEO so that you can create the business that you've always been dreaming of. So if you're looking to level up your business and you're someone who wants it all in life, this podcast is for you. Okay. So I'm so freaking excited to have you here, Emma. Thank you so much for being here. Literally, I'm exploding in our conversation just before this was like, <laughs> we were getting carried away. <laughs> like we got to start recording. <laughs> Literally, my butt was clenching in the most beautiful way, you know, and I say that with the most love. (laughs) When my butt clenches, I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) I literally love that when you say that. It's like a thing. (laughs) It's a thing. And I'm, you know, I said it once, just a little tidbit here. I said it once before on a call and my boyfriend was like, don't make that a thing. And I was like, just for that, I'm making it a fucking thing. (laughs) I'm making it a fucking thing. (laughs) So here we are. <laughs> it's a thing. Okay, cool. So I want to like talk because the reason I wanted to have you on, right, was because you've impacted my life in the best fucking way in my business. Like literally, you know, I sent you an email the other day, like just pouring my heart out to you being like, dude, you've expanded my life and just in the coolest, most ways I never expected. And just like your energy and your vibe and all the things. And so literally like everybody needs to know about you and the information that you're sharing and all the things. So I want to dive straight into like your massive zone of genius, feminine energetics in business. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. And I firstly just have to say, it's been like the best time working with you ever because we have a really beautiful relationship where it's like, we can take the coaching seat with each other, but we can also take like the best friend seat with each other because I just feel so close to you. So I am so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me and just being able to share this message because, you know, I remember getting into feminine energetics or just hearing about it even as early as a year ago and thinking like, what the fuck is this shit? It's so woo-woo. It's so intangible. How do you even do it? How do you use it? It felt really far-fetched. It honestly felt like a different universe. Mm -hmm. And I thought people were making it up. I thought it was just something to sell and and total vulnerability here until I was initiated by the universe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you think this is made up? Well, (laughs) let's just show you all the things now. And that's what happened to me. And I remember I was in a actually like oh, it's where Anne-Marie and I yeah. met was like yeah. in a program and it was very hyper-masculine. Now there's nothing wrong with masculine energy. It's beautiful. We need it. I love it. It's great. But Can I just a- interrupt for like two quick seconds because what yes. is the, like for people who don't know, right? Because sometimes mm-hmm. I find people are like, what is the masculine and what is the feminine energy in business? Beautiful question. And thank you for sharing that because I want to make sure people understand that. Right. So Masculine energy, just in general, is about leading, taking action, um, taking the lead in things, right? You know, doing the actual thing. It's very much action-based. Structure. um, And structure, exactly. And logisticals and just all the things that keep somebody feeling safe and grounded, right? So typically in a relationship, that is the male role, role. A lot of males have more masculine energy right? But males and females both have both. They have masculine and they have feminine. So the masculine energy, yes, men carry that a lot, but so do women. 
And then the feminine energy in both men and women um, is a lot more in the moment, impulsive, um, magical, intuitive. Uh, It's just a feeling, right? It's more going playful. There you go. You're bringing the words right out of me. So those are the two energies. And I never really understood the power of knowing and understanding the energies. And it's, I think it's a great way for humans to actually understand how they work, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because again, it's taking something so intangible and actually being like, okay, what the fuck is this? How do I make feelings tangible? How do I make sense of my brain? How do I make sense of how I move and what I do, right? And you'll see in what I've learned is how I feel really balanced is 40% is masculine, 60% of my life is feminine. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that feels really good to me. Right? It's like, I'm playing, I'm doing a lot of the things. I'm very intuitive. That's just me as a person. But then there's a part of me too, that I need structure. We all do. We need a little bit of logistical parts in our lives in order to function. Because if we don't, the feminine is a wildfire. She mm-hmm. will carry you away. She will be super impulsive. She'll make decisions without actually thinking them through. It'll all be off feelings and emotions. And you cannot run your business off just feelings and emotions, as we know. Yes. So yes. those are the two energies. Okay. And, you know, just in business wise, the masculine is more, you know, structure in your business. It's posting, it's taking action. It's, you know, the money part and accounting and all of the things, right? The important parts. And then the feminine part is the creative, right? Of the business, the brand, the who you be, the, how you sell it, right? How you show up. So those are the two and how you find them in business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I love that. It's like, like to us, it's just like, so normal. We talk about it all the time. Right. And I noticed some people have been like, I would, I don't know what you mean. So I'm glad that you, you, you touched on that. So yeah. yeah, So I interrupted you and you were talking about, you found yourself in a lot of hyper-masculine courses. So the hyper-masculine is like, really like do more uh, getting content out, like mass amounts of content out, like hustle, grind harder, follow up like crazy, be a Mm -hmm. little bit annoying and persistent. (laughs) Be a little pushy and like nonstop. You know, it it comes from, and when I say hyper-masculine, it it honestly means like an unhealthy masculine, right? Hyper-feminine. You don't really hear it a lot, but it's like the same thing. If you're too much in any of them, it can be a detriment, mm-hmm. right? So if you're too much in the action and you don't give yourself any space, you're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to feel fucking burnt out. You're going to yeah. feel like you're always in that proving energy of like, why isn't anyone buying? And I'm, I'm doing all the things, but it's not working. But meanwhile, do you even have space to hold the clients while you're so focused on go, go, go content, 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 you know, do all the things. Can you even hold this hold space for a client? Yeah. And I think it's so crazy too, because, you know, where we kind of both came from in the program that we met in, that was hyper-masculine, right? I remember Mm. um, it didn't feel good. And it got to a point where I think both of us started to realize, like, we feel really disconnected from our businesses. And because it was so structured, their framework, there was like, this is how it is. You don't do anything else. And anything else outside of this is like, quote unquote, wrong. And it's so much conditioning from society and where a lot of people get stuck, you know? And I think one of the things that you talk about is your superpower is like simplifying things and allowing ourselves to do things in our way and trusting ourselves. And the hyper-masculine almost lends to not trusting yourself because you're so rigidly following some other path. 
But the mm-hmm. innovation and true entrepreneurship and creation comes from the being so rooted in yourself and so trusting in yourself. I literally couldn't have said it better myself. That was so beautifully put. And it's true. I think why a lot of people steer clear and just dive right into the masculine in their business is because first of all, yes, you need the masculine, you need structure. You you do need uh, some sort of strategy. You do need it, need a business model or else you're not running a business, right? We do need that, but it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be the most simple business strategy, kind of like what we've done together, right? Yeah. Working together and what that business model looks like. And what I really want to bring more to the world is showing people how to run a business from their feminine while still having the masculine, but actually getting to play more, actually getting to have more fun, actually getting to create more time and live in more of the creative place than rather in the hyper-masculine. If I don't do this, I'm not going to get any clients versus, oh my God, look at how much space I can hold. Look at how much time I have to hold myself. And from there, people are just going to be drawn to that because they're like, wow, she's so deeply rooted. She trusts what she's about and she's an anchor. Yeah. Right. She's an anchor. And we have to remember, I think, in whatever business that you do, especially with coaching and mentoring, you're there to be an anchor for your clients, right? And if you don't fucking trust your voice, if you don't give yourself space and time to play and create and love on what you're doing, it's going to be really hard to ground yourself so that you could be a stable place for clients to come in. Or even if you're running a team, right? Like I find that, um, you know, in terms of a lot of the clients that I work with ADHD, especially ones who are um, like running a lot of businesses, because where it comes from is the distraction, the distractibility of not having to go deep on tasks that you don't like doing. And so people will start more businesses, Mm. start more businesses. And I've had clients in the past who run or I hear people and I meet them and they are running like three or four businesses at a time, but they're really, really struggling because they're changing their mind all of the time, right? They're almost like too much in this like play, 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 chasing the stimulation, chasing the dopamine and that there is no structure. There is no anything, right? And I think that you need to have the balance of both. And really, I think one of the things we'll probably end up talking about is going deep in the shadows is the dark feminine energy, right? And that's like, okay, why are we starting for businesses? What is the purpose of this here? Is it for stimulation? Is it to tell people that you're busy, quote unquote? Is it Mm. that you're seeking external validation to feel important? Is it that you're trying to prove something through having all of these businesses, right? I think it's like goes, um, the topic I like a lot in ADHD is like going really deep into the root. And I think that is part of the feminine energy is like the transformation, like getting to, unrooting a lot of things that are not serving us. And I feel like I'm kind of all over the place, but I'm just like, we have so many things to talk about. I'm so excited. (laughs) No, you literally said it so beautifully because what you just said, that's the dark feminine. And we'll talk about, you know, we did talk the masculine and the feminine energetics, but there's two sides to the feminine. I love that. And what you're talking about, right, is the dark feminine, Mm -hmm. right? And dark doesn't mean bad. I think the world has made us think that anything dark or whatever is just wrong. But what you're talking about is shattering untruths, right? Getting to the root of the why, like what, why are you actually doing this? Is it to people please, you know, is it to, you know, make yourself feel busy? And so you don't have to commit to other things, you know, is it to distract yourself? And 
when that truth comes up, it's fucking painful. Yeah. But it, it's also your it's best fucking friend. Oh my God. It, it starts out as your enemy. Oh God. <laughs> oh, it's painful. It's so painful. And nobody wants to look there. Right. But, and, and in other words, you can call that your shadow, right? Mm-hmm. It's that thing that follows you everywhere. Right. But nobody wants to look at it. Right. Mm-hmm. It only comes out when the sun is kind of angling right there. And you're like, there you are, bitch. Or, yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> but when you see it, it's there because it wants you to embrace it. It's there because you're like, if you actually just stepped into me, if you leaned into me just a little bit further, do you understand how unstoppable you would fucking be? Mm-hmm. And it's, I love what you talk about because you say, you know, if you just embrace your ADHD symptoms, if you actually lean into them, it could transform your life. And you can actually look at yourself as someone who is empowered versus someone who has no power. Yes. Yeah. Because what do they say about keeping your enemies closer than your friends? Oh yeah. Same thing with your shadows. Why would I want something that's actually subconsciously controlling me with something that I have, I I don't pay attention to that would ruin my fucking life. Right. Yeah. It's what most people do. Yes. They literally keep their shadows so far away from them because yes, it's painful to look at, but it's actually hurting them because they have no control of what those yes. shadows are. Yes. You know? I actually spoke to a guy. I think I told you, and we were at this event and I was talking to him about ADHD and he was like, oh yeah, I have it. And I actually can't sleep at night. I've tried everything. I've tried Xanax, smoking weed, like literally listed off like a hundred different things that I'd was like, holy cow. And I was like, well, you know, the reason you're not sleeping is because you have so much trauma. Your body actually doesn't feel safe. Your nervous system doesn't feel safe to go to sleep. And he was like, oh, like the realization, but he was like, no, I don't want to look at it. And I was like, well, what's, what are the options here? The options are continuing to suffer only sleeping four hours every night or having the courage to go inwards and like experiencing, yeah, some very uncomfortable emotions that you don't want to experience, but they're going to pass, right? It's going to move through you. And I think both of us have experienced this where you come up against those shadows. You know, for me, it was like trying to prove myself to the world. And when you unearth that, yeah, it was like a really painful, you know, two or three weeks, even four weeks where it was like, almost like shame spiraling too, because then I was like, well, I can't believe I did this. How did I not see it before? And then it's like, totally, totally. (laughs) But now it's like, just so much freedom. And, you know, we've both been feeling it lately is like, yeah, let's talk about once we kind of like go into the shadows, I guess, I don't really know where you want to go with this, but um, there's so mm-hmm. many different avenues that we can go. How do we like take those shadows or the parts of ourselves that we've been hiding and how do we transmute that into um, something that is more productive, for example, like uh, symptoms of ADHD, you know, like I've just mentioned the busyness, the chaos, like a lot of people will create chaos in their business because mm. it's stimulating or it makes them feel, feel good enough. Or, you know, some other symptoms would be, um, I'm like drawing a blank overwhelm, like choosing overwhelm, overwhelm. Like choosing to do so many things. Um, yes. Just like, or some, I mean, another yeah. example too, like, I, I mean, I'm not sure if this would even wrap up in ADHD symptoms, but like, for me, for example, was like being in debt. It actually made me feel more comfortable to be in debt because it felt like I was more worthy in that, that place. That is so wild. That is so wild. Isn't that fucked up? Like, it's how? crazy. How? Tell yeah. us more. Well, I, and, and I just thought it was like perfect to bring up too because in our minds, we think that, 
almost suffering means that that's when we're worthy enough to get something. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Right. And I thought that the only way for me to have a successful business, sorry, my cat is trying to get onto the screen. Um, (laughs) I thought the only way to get um, a successful business was to overinvest, put myself in debt. And that's when I would make all the money. Yeah. And it makes me sad when I think about it. But also it's like, once I realized, I was like, it's not that, you know, you have a problem with debt. It's that you have a problem with your self-worth. Yeah. You have a problem with thinking that human beings need to suffer in order to feel good in order to experience pleasure. Yeah. So if that's the case and you can't, you know, fight a problem with the same mind that created it. Yeah. Right. And with that quote, I have to give myself more pleasure. I have to actually let myself experience what it's like to live in pleasure for no fucking reason at all. Wake up in the morning and go get a massage, not because I hit a high cash month or I signed another client or whatever. I'm doing it because I'm just going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I don't need a reason, right? And it's going to feel really awkward at first. It's going to feel weird. It's probably going to feel wrong, quote unquote but it's really you adjusting your nervous system. Right. And like, and really kind of, of looking within and asking yourself, yes, my mind is telling me that it's wrong, but deep down, I know this is the shadow. This is what's playing out. And it's all about polarity, right? It's all about the opposite sides. So once I started to dive more into my feminine energetics and my pleasure and all of that, that's when I started to heal a lot of my shadows because being in your feminine, again, it it has to do with you just soaking yourself up with your own worthiness, your own pleasure, everything that makes you you and actually embracing the things that you think are just, everybody knows these things. It's, it's fine. I don't need to share them, but they're actually the things that make you so fucking cool and authentic embracing those things and bringing them to the world that is when you can start to heal your shadows and integrate them into your life. Yeah. It's so crazy. Right. Because even just like the other day, I think we had a conversation, right. How I've just been like being more of me on my page. And it's so funny because the part of me that I even remember starting my business and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to have to be like more acceptable to other people so that they hire me. So I'm going to have to like, you know, not show people the side of me that's like crazy giving middle fingers swearing her face off like (laughs) I'm crazy I'm wild like I have this part of me that's like so soft and tender yet also like so bold and aggressive and you know it was almost like I felt like I had to be in the lighter feminine which is like the nurturing the kind the whatever instead of being in like the dark energy which is like you know, the Rihanna vibes of just being fucking cool and like what, who I am, you know, doing crazy shit on my Instagram because that's just how I am. Just how you be. It's how you live your life. And I think there's that part too, where, you know, I literally can relate to it so much holding that part of yourself back because of what we've been taught of, Mm -hmm. again, the masculine, that hyper-masculine structure of looking professional all the times and, you know, all of the things. And I think at the end of the day, we forget why we start our own business. We forget why we, we, we are the CEO. Like we did this so we could be more of our fucking selves. So we can add the spice into the world and be like, this is what you're missing. 
Yeah. This is what it's like to be in my world. This is what it's like to run a business with me. Yeah. Right. Like that part of yourself is actually your superpower. Mm -hmm. And the more that we actually give ourselves permission to be that person, right. To swear, to stick up our middle finger, to tell the world our opinions and our beliefs and the truth that is like pouring out of us. We give other people then permission to step into their own power to be Mm -hmm. who they are. Mm-hmm. And they just, it just, it's like this, this hamster wheel of beautiful goodness right? yeah. of just power. Yeah. So I want to know like how, um, how did you get to this place where you had the courage and the realization to step into your feminine? Because I saw you doing it and I was like, oh, when it was happening, you were really vulnerably sharing what you were experiencing. And I love that because I could see the process. I was like, oh, she's going through something. And I was watching it happen. And then when I was in that moment, when I was like, oh, this masculine isn't working. How do I step into that? Like, it was terrifying. And seeing you doing it first and going first was like, okay, I have the permission almost to channel that. So like, what was the moment for you or how did you discover that it was safe for you to go into the feminine without having any, you know, like you've said to me in the past guardrails, there are no guardrails when you start going down into the shadows of who you are and releasing that things are not serving you. So how did you get to that place where you allowed yourself to go into that? That's such a good question. And I feel like that whole time is like, it's like a blur, but it's not because it was yeah. so dark and like yeah. in the way that it was like so many ego deaths and, and rebirths <laughs> and whatever. But I think the moment that I just allowed myself to do it was I looked in the mirror and I just said, I don't want to be on Instagram for the next three months. Like I literally just don't, I just want to take a break. I just don't want to do things. And that to me already was really scary because Again, being in the hyper-masculine world, it's like, go, 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 go. What are you doing? This is your business. And most people would be like, you're running a business. You can't take fucking three months off. But I was in a place where I could, right? There was really nothing holding me back. I didn't have as much responsibility necessarily at that time. So I decided to do something that really scared me. And I took time off of my Instagram, right? I took time off of running a business. I, I didn't post. I didn't sell. I didn't make money for three months, right? Again, not everyone has that but I had that at that time so I made that decision right to do that was it just like an inner knowing and you were like I just have to do this 100% and it was the first time in a long time that I actually went with my gut Mm. and it was scary because I was like how could something that I know feels so good but also feels so fucking scary at the same time like I don't understand how those things go together (laughs) right like how do I know it's good for me but at the same time I want to literally punch myself in the face every single day (laughs) (laughs) I don't get this so in those three months I experimented with everything I I was just allowing myself to take up so much space in terms of like rest and purging and crying And I just remember, you know, not really being on social media and just being in my own mess Mm -hmm. and just letting myself be upset and sad and whatever, and give myself the orgasms as many as I want, you know, get into my bedroom and play a little bit with myself, you know. (laughs) <laughs> for those of you that know Animal Crossing, I played a little bit of Animal Crossing on my <laughs> Nintendo Switch. I, I just let myself fucking play. And again, what was fighting within me was like, how are you letting yourself play when you're making no money? Yeah. How could you do that? Right. 
And it was just this polarity where I was like, fuck you. I'm going to play because I just want to play. I'm worthy to play. I don't need a reason. And I just kept fighting with push and voice inside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it was, it was really hard. And that's when, you know, I came back to Instagram and I started to share a lot more and about what was coming up and slowly but surely it just became more of like a second nature where I woke up in the morning and I naturally just gave myself more space. Now, every single day I play, I play every single day. And that doesn't mean I'm taking days off, you know, and I'm not working. It just means that there's always something for me to do to take time for me. Yeah. Right. And it feels so good. And most of the time it's more play than quote unquote work. Right. But my play actually supports the work and that is how I've built my business. Mm -hmm. Right. And what I teach to women now is how to build their business in this way, like an actual business model that is playing more in the feminine energetics while still having the masculine, but so that you don't have to wake up and feel like you have to do something immediately or that you have to respond to people all the time or push your content out all the time and do these things. There's, there's a strategy, a feminine strategy around it. So long story short, that's what kind of brought me to this moment here and now, but it was just space. I gave myself space when that was the last thing I thought I should do, but I did it anyway. I love that so much, honestly, because had I not seen you do that the whole time, I probably would have just been like, what's wrong with me? Why, why, you know, because for me, my symptom was essentially like waking up, you know, depressed Mm -hmm. and my body Mm -hmm. was telling me like something is not right you know and I remember reaching out to you and being like what is happening and you were like oh yeah (laughs) I was there not long ago you gotta ride the wave girl and I was like (laughs) this is not the answer I wanted (laughs) it was dark and it was black and it was scary (laughs) I know and and not the thing too I think with the feminine again I, I said earlier there's two sides to it there's like the light feminine and there's the dark feminine And we've been talking about the dark feminine, but I'll explain the light is the flirty, playful, nurturing, caring, you know, bubbly down to earth. Then there's the dark that's rebirth, destroying, uh, destructive ego deaths, you know, powerful, unapologetic, Mm. sensual as fuck. Right. Yeah. And for a long time in our world, we've been told that the dark feminine, the sensuality, embracing your sexual energy, it's wrong. Right. And the same, I mean, men can feel this as well too with their own sexual energy or whatever. They're demonized for it in a lot of ways, right? So it's about embracing that side of you, but in such a genuine and clean way. And what I mean by that is, you know, and this is a whole other topic for another time, but again, like I took porn completely out of my my life because the energies that I was getting, yeah, the energy from I was getting from it was... it wasn't clean. It wasn't coming from a place where I was like actually getting to know my body and zoning Mm -hmm. in and like being one with it. It was taking me away from that. And again, everyone has their own opinions, but those are the kind of energetics that I'm talking about when I say about sensual energy and and the dark feminine, it's just, it's going so raw and deep and uncensored with yourself. Yeah. And letting the world see that part of you. Yeah. It's scary. It's, terrifying right because I think I think here's the thing like one of the things that I realized really working with you and going deep into you know we're going to start talking about like the sensuality in a moment but was how I was 
connected, but also very disconnected from my body, right? Like I was connected in the sense of like, I overcame all of my ADHD symptoms and it was through accepting the discomfort and being like, I don't, especially overcoming it naturally, right? Like if I'm not on medication, like there's some form of discomfort, overwhelm, procrastination, anxiety, um, lack of focus. Like there's these things that I was fighting with myself with, but the way that I overcame all of my symptoms was listening to that and being like, if I don't like this, okay, there's something that's happening within me. How can I transmute this so that I'm experiencing a different feeling, a different emotion, whether it's feeling calm, grounded, focused, whatever. Right. And Mm -hmm. then even like, I didn't realize I was connected to my body in that way. But then also when I started working with you, I was like, oh my God, there was this whole side of me that I think a lot of women reject because we're taught that the, like the feminine and being a woman is weak. Right. And so yes. I think this is why we get into the hyper masculine because for my whole life, I always thought that being a man was more powerful and it was better. And so I thought I was a disadvantage. So I tried to do things that made me more masculine, more of a man. Yeah. Right. And working with you, I was like, oh my God, right. Started getting into the embodiment and um, connecting deeper with myself through self pleasure, orgasm, all the things. Then it was like, oh my God, I've been so disconnected with myself. So why is it so important that when we're on this journey, we need to be connected with our bodies when we're diving, whether you're man or woman, why is it so important for us to be connected with our bodies when we're running our businesses? Oh my God. And also I just, I love what you just said. I, the, the sensual part of anything we're, we're just told it's, we got to be shush, shush, like hush, hush type thing. Shush, shush, (laughs) shush, right? Like, it's like, don't, we can't speak about it. Even though we all have sexual urges, we're all a part of that. We all get turned on. We all want pleasure, right? Like it's just fucked up. It's who we are. Yeah. It's who we are. Born to do. Absolutely. And it's a beautiful thing, but coming from a place that's like really centered in it. But anyway, what the the most beautiful part and why it's so important to be close to your body is because that's the place that holds the answers, not your mind. Right. At like a hundred percent, your body holds all of the answers. It knows way more than your mind does. It will know things right before your mind even clues into it and how you know things, how you have the intuitive pulls, how you actually get the deep inner wisdom that you're like, how are these people online just saying this shit that is so crazy and 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 jaw dropping and it's because they have tuned into that place inside their body that is so silent so quiet and it is completely them there's no there's like no um what's that word filter there's no filter yes right and it's just and i'm everyone's experienced it right whether you've experienced not a lot of it or maybe just a little bit of it, but you've gotten a download from some yeah. other realm. You're like, where did this come from? Who is this? How did I just think about this? And it's you, but it's unfiltered. It's uncensored. Nobody else's opinions are, it's just you being silent with you. And that is how powerful you are. And imagine <laughs> being connected to that 24 hours of fucking day. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So like for some people who are very in their head and I feel like ADHD is a very mm-hmm. head experience, right? There's definitely body experiences, but if somebody is listening and they're just like, I don't understand what you mean when you say being in your body and my, my body holds all the answers, how do we connect with our bodies to understand what the answers that it's telling us? Number one, I would say pleasure. Yes. And this doesn't have to necessarily mean orgasm or like sex or anything. 
but it's sitting with yourself in your body and actually moving your hands up and down your body, your skin and feeling your hands on your body, feeling the sensations, feeling the tingles and connecting your mind to those tingles and those senses. Because once you start to understand and, and feel what it's like to be in your body, because a lot of the times we're, we're robotic, right? We wake up in the morning, we turn off our alarm, we take a shower, we brush our teeth, we do the things and it's all automatic, but little are we actually feeling what it's like when the toothbrush hits our teeth, Yeah. right? Yeah. What it's like when the, when the shower and the water falls down our body in the heat, right? Like on our backs and, you know, shampooing our head and like what that feels like with our fingernails and our hair, we're hardly connected to our body, right? You're always functioning from just the mind, the do, do, do part and the go, go, go that we forget what it's like to actually feel life, right? And those are the moments when you can actually slow down and sip your coffee in the morning. And that's why it's so much more deeper when people are like, don't look at your phone in the morning. Like, yes, it's such a surface level statement, but the results and what's underneath there, it goes so much deeper, right? If you can actually sit down with yourself on the couch, drinking your coffee and like, hearing yourself breathe, that's a whole other level of being alive. Yes. Right. Like, yes. oh my God, because when do we actually give ourselves the time and space to think, it's not even think, sorry, to hear ourselves speak, breathe. Right. I love to pray. I love to pray to myself. I love to pray like to the universe, but I do it out loud in the morning. And that changed big for me because I actually heard my voice. I was tuning into the words that I was saying. Everything was really intentional. So being in your body, and I'm really glad you asked this question. It, it, it isn't some woo-woo thing. It's something that you can access right now in this moment. Even being on this podcast, like listening to us right now talk, you can literally have your hands on your legs and maybe mm -hmm. tuning into like the way that it feels and they're like rubbing down your thighs. And it's, it's a really quick and easy thing for you to do right in this second. Um, but it's how much time can you allow yourself to sit in that space? I think that's the hardest part. Oh my God. Yeah. It's crazy. I actually, um, this weekend I was making the module for the revolution and the way that I used mm. to make my module outlines were <clears throat> sitting at my computer and I would like really consciously try and like bring all my thoughts together. And I found it really hard and, a lot of people with ADHD struggle with things. The reason that they procrastinate is because they don't know how to do something. That's one of the reasons, right? Right. And then the shame cycle starts to happen. But like looking back, how I used to make my modules was like way different. And then, you know, on the weekend, I literally do my makeup in front of the mirror, sitting on the floor. And I was like, it's Saturday. I have no idea what I'm going to put into this module. Old me would have been like kind of stressing about it. And I was like, no, I'm just going to connect with my body. And that's literally the exact thing that I did was like sit in front of the mirror. And I just like started rubbing my legs and being like, cool, what does this feel like? And then all of a sudden, I don't even know how long I was doing it for maybe like five minutes. And then all of a sudden everything just came to me. And I literally sat there on my yeah. phone and typed out the whole first outline. And I was like, Oh my God, like this is it is just being also like, you could also call it like being in the moment and like, yeah, like mm -hmm. feeling, feeling things with your physical body. Absolutely. And I love that you, you mentioned that because, you know, I think the part where people are like, I'm not getting any inspiration, you know, I'm not creative. It, it's not that you're not creative. You're a human being. You naturally are a born creator, right? Like you were created by another human being and you're 
probably at another point in your life, you will create another human being, whether you're a man or a woman, like you are a natural born creator. And the only thing that's stopping you from tapping into that is like not being able to pause within yourself and Mm -hmm. feel what it's like to actually live life rather than think your way through it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was fucking wild. (laughs) (laughs) I love, everyone listening to probably loves every time that Anne-Marie goes like, is mind blown or like my, my mind is blown. But the way that she does it is so beautiful. Whoa, whoa don't shut up right now stop it like it's just it's another level it's like keep going but stop keep going but stop (laughs) love it I love it but it's so true like it's so everybody is so caught in their head and the answers are not there right it was like everything even like going back to I went to the doctor the other week and she was telling me like you know I was having hormonal symptoms she's like you got to get back on the pill I'm like absolutely not my body is giving me symptoms and signs being like pay attention something needs to change right change my diet stop drinking coffee on an empty stomach literally that's as simple as it was and my hormones are like leveled out everything's fine my period's back to normal and I'm like literally my body was telling me the answers are inside of you and when you have a symptom or a sign of anything it's your body begging you to fucking pay attention to what it's asking you know wow That is so powerful. And it's true because we've been taught by the world that symptoms mean you have to take something for it. Yeah. Whereas like, no, symptoms are your clues. Yes. Right. That will lead you to the inevitable. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Right. And it's like, and, and so many people want to shit on this and and whatnot. But I think again, it it, it's conditioning. We've all been conditioned Mm -hmm. and it's about actually taking the time to break free of it. Um, but it's hard. I know because when you're going to your doctor and and you're going to just the medical community in general, like there are great things about it, but don't think that you don't have the answers yourself. Don't underestimate the power of human potential. Yes, absolutely. And use so much discernment. Like when you go to the doctors, like you did, and you're like, wait, I don't want to go right on the pill yet. I do want to try some things on my own. I want to sit down, like do all the things that are, are, you know, like exercise, eating better, drinking more water, maybe not drinking coffee right, right in the morning. Like if you haven't done all those things yet, go there first. Mm, Yes. Go there for oh my God. Yeah. This is so in line with like everything I talk about. It's so true. And yeah, it's crazy. So, okay. I want to talk because I know people are going to go creep your IG. And <laughs> one of the things that I think you guys have to go and follow her on Instagram. I'm going to have your details all in the show notes and everything because your IG is fucking lit. But everybody's going to come to your page and they're going to see you talking about orgasms and how does an orgasm connect with your business, right? Yes. Oh my God. Great question. And I'll tell you right now. Um, so an orgasm is also another way for you to manifest in, in my opinion. Um, why is because what we've been talked to, taught about manifestation and creation is that it's when you're hyper-focused on something right? And you can really give your all to it and just your energy and you're just in the heightened frequency and it feels really good. All the things. That's exactly how you feel when you're in orgasm, right? You're hyper-focused on feeling so good. You're in a really good frequency. You're giving your body so much love and all the things, right? 
So if you can connect those two things with, with vision, with vision, with your business, like actually having an orgasm and thinking about where you want to go inside your business can be very powerful for the way that you move. Right. And actually connect you back to what it is that you're embodying within your business. Right. Self-pleasure is a great way to expand your, your energy and your frequency. Right. It's not just about making ourselves feel good. It's actually expanding ourselves to a new level, calibrating ourselves to a new being. It, that's how powerful you are. And that's where I believe orgasms were a thing in our lives, right? And that's why I love to do them I, I, it's daily. And that doesn't mean you have to go every day and have an orgasm and think about manifestations and do the things. No, you can just use them for pleasure too. But that is how I relate it back to my business. And my sexual energy, when I own it, I can show up more unapologetically in my life. And that also transmutes to my business, which again, I can be more direct. I can hold the anchor. I can be the anchor for my clients. And I know for myself, it's like when I feel so good in my body, when I allow myself to experience pleasure, guess what happens? Everything else in my life gets better. Like my business. Literally. So, it's so crazy because right the the orgasm like you were mentioning is literally that's what we we're like made for is like yes. is sex and it's so interesting because as we're talking about all these shadow things right and for me like embracing the part of myself that is more bold and edgy yeah. it's scary right mm -hmm. because it's conditioned that it's taboo to be like this it's the same with an orgasm or sex don't talk about it but, but do that it is, <laughs> don't talk about it but do it yeah don't talk about it but do it and then also like in the embracing of that thing that everybody is like uh shaming us for embracing you know as a sexy woman like you shouldn't be that sexy in your business you shouldn't do this in your business it's like that's the one thing though that that is our human innate superpowers creation sexual energy all the things absolutely and it's again it's been tainted by the porn industry, right? It's been tainted by the world and the conditioning. Mm -hmm. And it's made us believe that sex is this, again, like you said, this really taboo thing where, you know, we should be ashamed about it because people have projected their own insecurities about what sex is. And again, religion plays a part in it. So many things play a part about the conditioning around sexual energy and, and, you know, even what people thought about women and, you know, there's so much to it. And that's why, there, it's no one's fault uh, that they think this way about sex because it's what you're born into, right? No, not a lot of families talk about it, right? It's like you, you're doing it, but your parents don't want to talk about it with you. Yeah, And it's like, why? Because that is how I was even created. That is how I'm even living on this planet, right? Like it's just a thing. And yeah. um, I think why people are so afraid of it is because we haven't actually tapped into the real power of it and really understood what it's here for. Yes. You know? Oh my God. And being like a fully embodied leader, you have to embrace all aspects of yourself to be able to lead from, I know you mentioned this a lot is being a mentor or being a coach has to come from like a clean energy, right? So absolutely, this can yeah. be anybody who's running any type of business. Like how are you showing up in your business as how you want your employees and your team to come together and bringing this energy of both sides, the duality of who we are, the dark and the light and the, 
being having the courage to embrace parts of ourselves that society has told us is not right. Oh my God. Absolutely. And, and I know it's hard, but can you give yourself permission to actually be the person who, who does stand up and and does follow the feeling who does follow the nudge. And I also want to mention too, like owning your own business, especially just like with what we do with mentorship and coaching, you know, I'm not going to mentor somebody and coach them and charge by charge and then have a really shit ass sex life. You know, I'm not going to charge somebody what I charge and then wake up and fucking eat like shit for the whole day and sit on my ass and like literally not move my body or touch myself and be like, but orgasms are life, right? Like there's got to be embodiment there and Mm -hmm. like real truth. And there's this, I think a lot of people fear too, when they're so caught up in the hyper-masculine of like doing the things, they forget about why they started it in the embodiment piece to begin with that. Like if you actually flipped it around, focus on the embodiment, literally live and breathe what you teach, everything else finds a way. The website that you want to make, the sales page, the pricing, the coaching calls, everything else will line up because people won't be able to stop following you and, and getting interested in your life. They'll be magnetized to you because mm-hmm. of the amount of embodiment that you hold, right? It's like, it's not even a question. Yes. Yes. Living like in full integrity. And I think that that's more leadership that we need in the world is people who are living and breathing a leader role. And being a leader is not for everybody, right? You have to be willing to step into spaces that are super uncomfortable. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people just aren't willing to do that. You know, the discomfort is where the growth happens. And I know for both of us, right? Like we were just talking about like the discomfort of releasing attachment to what society told us about being in the hyper-masculine. And it's the same with ADHD, like let the fuck go of what society taught you essentially about everything, running your business and how you perceive your ADHD and your symptoms and how you connect with your fucking body. Because if you can get to that place where you literally decondition yourself and you decide what the fuck you want to believe and what the fuck you want to be true. That is how we get to this place, right? Where both you and I are experiencing yes. this massive, like, you know, before we started, this was huge, huge, huge. Both of us were like, we don't even know how to explain what we're feeling right now. We're two totally different people. And it happened that time has collapsed. We feel like we l- lived an entire life in a matter of <laughs> a few months. And, right? you know, it feels so good. Like I... I, I don't know how to describe it to people. I keep saying that. I'm like, I don't know how to tell you what this feels like. It, it literally is just a, a, a completely different new way of living. And it's a new way of, it, it's it's like everything physically stayed the same in a sense, but everything around you is completely different. Mm-hmm. And it's the only way to describe it. And the time collapsing part, like what we're talking about is like taking something that typically will take people maybe 20 plus years to even feel, let themselves feel. And you've done it in three fucking months. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This is the world that we're living in and it's so possible. And that's why too, mentorship is so So important, so important because it will, I I heard my mentor actually um, explain it like this. She's like, it's like saying, you know, there there's boats and planes, but and you can get there faster with the plane, but let's just take the boat, yes. you know? And you're like, the, being the boat is just yourself, right? And the plane is with your mentor, right? Yes. 
it's like knowing there's a, and it's not always for the fast part, but it's skipping the shit that like, you don't have to go through the suffering, right? the suffering, the suffering part there. Exactly. There can be somebody right by your side, helping you, leading you, watching you, just being your person and like seeing you for who you are and reminding you who you are. So you don't have to just do it yourself. Yeah. Yes. Right. Oh my God. We're yeah. humans. We need the support. It's like. so valuable. And, you know, both of us, I know, like being in your mentorship has fucking changed my entire life in a matter of we're not even like halfway through. And I'm like, <laughs> I know what is happening? Unapologetic has been so good. And so, yeah, I want to I want to share what is happening inside Unapologetic. You know, I think is it your signature offer you would call it? Yeah, it's basically, so it's a, it's a mastermind what I'm calling it now. And it's, it's, it's like hot seat coaching within a very uh, small group setting. So it's a way to work, work close proximity with me. And yeah, like I said, Anne-Marie is, is in it with me and it's just been fucking phenomenal. So yes, you're being coached and mentored with me. There is a rolling boxer, which is like a, a group chat as well. Um, there are a one-to-one upgrades that you can do, but it's a great way to go deep for three straight months and just actually step into not only your sensual energy, right? And this men, woman, like, you know, we all have it, but not only step into your sexual energy, but to actually start showing up online unapologetically. Oh, right. Like so good. say what you want to fucking say it and say it in the voice that you have, because the way you say it is the way that people need to hear it. Not only saying it, but I think showing it and allowing yourself to step into that, right? Because I remember we were looking at my Instagram on our one-on-one call and my Instagram. And I was like, what am I, like, from your perspective, what am I missing in here? And you're like the bad bitch energy. Like, this is too nice girl, you know? Like, yeah, we know you're bubbly. We know you're fun. And I was like, (laughs) you're right. (laughs) Let her out to play. (laughs) Let her out. Like, people need to see this type of side, right? Like where you play a lot of the times in your life, because what's made you keep consistent in your business, in your life, what has made you overcome your ADHD symptoms is not, ne- is not being bubbly. It's from you being a badass bitch and like taking control of your life. So let's see that fucking side of Anne-Marie and holy fuck, it is hot. It, it is, is hot. Oh, <laughs> wild. Ever since I've been doing it, literally I have had more engagement than I ever have. And like, not even the engagement, like that that doesn't matter. You know, I like, we have been talking a lot about lately about like the likes and shares and whatever, like we're no longer validated by our audience. Yeah. We're human from time to time. I catch myself looking at my stats and whatever, but it's like, but it's like the allowing myself to be seen for who I am. And you're the same as well. Like allowing yourself to step into your sexual energy on your Instagram and not everybody needs to step into this sexual energy, right? It's not for everybody, but it's just allowing yourself to be seen not only in your business, but by the world for like who the fuck you actually are and being exactly unapologetic about who it is and not feeling shame about the sides of yourself that you're not allowing to be seen. Absolutely. Because I can tell you, like you just said, the engagement that you've been getting all that, that's not a fluke. It's because you just stepped into a powerful place and people are like, I want that. How do I step into my own power? And you've just given me the permission to step into my own power. So yeah, yeah, literally somebody messaged on my, my thing. She's like, Oh my God, I'm so glad I came across your page. Like blah, 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 blah. I have been looking for you for ages. And then finally you came up. She's like, where do I start binging your content? (laughs) Right. Oh my God. Boom. 
And, that, and that's just the proof, right? And it's like, but you showed up before you even got the proof. And that's a massive part too. It's like, just show up as you are and the proof will come. It'll, yeah. it'll come. Yeah. It always does. This has been wow. literally so good. So freaking good. We could literally chat for probably <laughs> hours. Literally, <laughs> I feel like we've only just scratched the surface too. Oh, and it's like, yeah. Ooh, but yeah, no, just, just the vibe. Thank you so much yeah. for having me on here. Oh my God. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming. And honestly, you guys, you need to go into the show notes. If you haven't found her already while you were listening, go over to her profile, literally click the follow button, slide into her DMs, tell her <laughs> what you learned from this episode and that you listen to her here because honestly, Emma's energy is so fucking amazing and radiant and amazing. And you just want to be in her world. So hit her up about her mentorship as well. It's going to change your fucking life like 100%. So I can't thank Thank you you. enough for coming on today. It's been so amazing. Oh my God. And Anne-Marie, thank you for having me. And I know like everyone listening to like, you're just a vibe in in itself. And I'm just so grateful that we have the friendship that we do. And it's only going to get better. And that's so exciting. But yeah, please follow me. Tell me, I love what you said. Tell me what you learned about the episode or what really caught you off guard or something that you're interested more in. And I can always go into that more deeply with you in the DMs. So yeah, thank you so much. Hey, it was so amazing. Well, thank you so much, Emma. And we will see you guys all next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the episode today. I am so grateful to have you a part of this community. Not only that, you are a huge part of this movement that has begun in the ADHD space. And the fact that you're here means that you're open-minded enough to challenge the status quo and you are at the forefront of this movement with me. So I would be so appreciative if you could share this on social media and leave a five-star review. It will help us gain more momentum and we can collectively shift the dialogue about ADHD. Thanks so much and I'll see you next time.